welcome to a brand new episode of In the Mind. It is your host, the Captain Duke Devlin. Oh yeah! And in this episode, I'm gonna bring it back to wrestling. <clears throat> if you excuse me for a moment, I want you guys to understand why I'm bringing it back to wrestling. In the past, I've talked about certain wrestlers and good guys and bad guys. I've used the terms babyface and heels. And I thought maybe some of my listeners who don't listen to rest or don't watch wrestling have no idea what a babyface or a heel are. So I figured maybe let's that's two episodes right there. I can dedicate one episode talking about heels and I can dedicate another episode on baby faces. And by the way, if you hear any background noise, it is because I am on the road. In the mind on the road, that's how I like to roll. Now, before I get any deeper into the episode, I want to remind you guys to go ahead on Instagram, go ahead in the search box, type this, the number four, the letter N, the letter D, and the word mine. For Indie Mine. Search that in Instagram. You'll see the podcast, um, you'll see the page for the podcast, and follow. Go ahead and follow In the Mine. Search up the number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word mine. For Indie Mine. Follow. I want you guys to connect with me. I want you guys to follow the page so I can post up content on there and as well as connect with you guys so that way we can, you know, communicate, give me some feedback, some ideas to talk about in this podcast, and also, I don't know, just be able to get to know who my listeners are. And I'll follow you back, I swear. <laughs> Anyways, back to it. Heels. The term heel. We're going to start off with heels. Why? It's a good way to start with the bad guys. In the world of professional wrestling, if you are a wrestler and you are coined as a heel, that means you are the bad guy or you are the bad person. You are the one the people are going to hate the people are going to boo you are the one who may cheat lie steal deceive you name it right you are the guy you are the person you are the one that the people are all are just going to hate you throw garbage at you yell at you shout at you nasty things because you're the one Who's basically throwing it back to them. You're the one who was belittling the people. You are telling them how ridiculous, how pathetic, how little they are to you compared to you. Now, when I go into the heels, I'm going to mention some names of, to my memory, to my opinion, are one of the best heels or the most famous heels and what heels generally do for the landscape of wrestling let me tell you something heels are actually a big part of what drives the wrestling world what makes wrestling kind of famous it's not always the good guy sometimes it's the bad guys now when i talk about heels as well i also want to throw in mind that sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't you know and sometimes it works and not in the way that you would think it would work. And I'm going to get into that too later on. But first, let me go ahead and talk to you about what it takes to be a heel. And I said that, you know, already some of the, you know, uh, classifications that you need to be a heel. But it also isn't about, you know, 
all those things. You also, you got to have the look, you know, if you're going to be this, you got to have the look and you got to have the attitude, you know, if you're going to be a bad guy, you got to dress like a bad guy. Now, I can't say for what, because for each generation, there was always a look. Sometimes a bad guy will wear a sunglass, you know, dark sunglasses, will wear bandanas, will wear chains, leather, <laughs> um, or sometimes they'll be dressed in a nice, rich, you know, uh, expensive suit or outfit. Sometimes they have the hair in a certain way. And along with that comes the attitude. The attitude to be a heel, there's multiple ways. You could be a one cocky person, conceited, self-centered. You think so highly of yourself, right? Or you can be the bully in the bl- a bully in the block. You could be the guy who kicks ass and takes names, and basically you don't care who is in your way. You will tear them down, and you'll pick on the little guy. You'll pick on the good guy, you know. Or you could just be the guy who just walks around and acts like he doesn't care about what people think and says whatever is in his mind, raising all kind of raising all kinds of hell. You know, and and, and just talking trash on your on your opponent and, and on the people and maybe even the people who are in charge of the wrestling promotion. And that happens. And that is what makes a heel. You know? Now let me build you up a heel. Let me build you up some good heels. Um, I'll give you some names of heels, just so you have an idea. Of these bad guys that I'm talking about. When I think of heels, in my opinion, I think of well, one of the best in the business, and that is Rowdy Roddy Piper. If you guys go ahead and YouTube Rowdy Roddy Piper. You know, you'll see his in-ring ability. You see his look. He's a guy who comes in a t-shirt with a kilt. And you think, there's nothing tough about that. But tell me something. Let me tell you something. You gotta be one tough son of a bee to basically wear a kilt in the wrestling world. And also, be able to hold your own in the ring. And on top of that, you are able to talk trash among the best of them. You should be able to talk trash. And he's one of the best trash talkers in the business. He makes you hate him. Let me drop you another name. I'll put in Ric Flair. Now, Ric Flair, today, he is idolized, he is recognized, he is considered the great of all greatest of all time, right? He has his woo moniker, his, you know, jet flying, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, whatever the whole shtick is, right? And people love him. But here's the thing about Rick. If, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't alive in the 80s. <laughs> but I go I do my research. I do remember him in the 90s where he did have that heel persona still. Rick was one of the best heels because he'll make you, you know, he'll talk about himself. He'll talk so highly about himself, about all the championship, about the gold, about the Rolex watch, all the women he has, the, the clothes, the gators, all that, right? But that's him on a good side. When he was a bad guy, you hated him. He made you hate him. Because he basically made you feel like he had everything he wanted. He had everything that you wanted. And he made sure that he rubbed it in your face. Another heel that I can come to my memory. Um, one of the best heels, I would have to say. Uh, in my opinion, actually. 
without a doubt, is none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now his his heel run is a little tricky, and I'm gonna talk to him about his heel run later on on how about how sometimes it can work for you, but in a way you don't expect it to be. Okay, another good heel was always, in my opinion, The Rock. When The Rock, you know, uh, reinvented himself in early in the early stage of his career from the you know smiling, cheery face, Rocky Maivia, and became The Rock. He started owning it, and he became this persona that he talked trash about you, talked trash about the competitors, and he will eventually talk himself talk about himself in the third person. You know, and he had these like silk shirts and gold chains, and he had these penny loafers. He was really good at it. Uh, what's another good heel that I can think of right now? Uh, man, so many. Chris Jericho is one of the best heels of all time. Uh, CM Punk is a good heel. Uh, Hulk Hogan became an iconic heel, and he's actually going to go in to fall into that category about Austin, which I'm going to talk to you about later. Surprisingly, Hulk Hogan. That was a shock around the world type of thing. Another good heel. Oh, Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That dude is a hell of a heel. He epitomizes evil. And I'm going to get into him a little bit later. There's so many wrestlers who are genuinely good at being bad guys. Who you genuinely hate. But as the years goes on and you look back on their career, you realize... They did their job. One good heel, in my opinion, who did that for me and that made me realize, man, this guy made me hate him, and I liked it, uh, was Edge, the rated R superstar. Edge, back in the, the mid early 2000s, like 2006, whatever, uh, he, became a one of, he became the heel of, of basically the end of 2006 all the way to like he retired in 2011, right? His first retirement. And um, I hated that guy, but eventually that hate turned into like, man, I love this guy now. Because one thing, like I said, of a heel is you have to do things, you have to say things that are not, you know, things that are not, you know, on the good side. When I'm, and let me dig onto that because I could keep talking on so on, so on, mentioning names, and I'm not even breaking it down for you so much. So picture this, guys. Picture me. And I'm wrestling, I don't know, some Joe Schmo, right? Joe Schmo is the good guy in the sto- in the storyline. Because in wrestling, it's about the story. There always has to be a good and a bad. You know? And Joe Schmo, he is the good guy. And I'm, th- you know, the bad guy. And Joe Schmo, he's, you know, the people are going to root for Joe Schmo to beat me because I'm the bad guy. You know, good should always triumph over, over evil. But that's not always the case. But traditionally, that is the case. You know, that is... A scenario, right? Now I'm out there, and I go out with this bad attitude, got this look, and I'd say, you know what, Joe Schmo, you, you like all these people around in this arena, you know, all of you go home, you go to sleep, and you dream about a better tomorrow, but the fact of the matter is that when tomorrow comes, I'm in your way. I'm there in your face to remind you that your dreams will not be fulfilled. I will take your dreams and make it my own so that I can rise to the top. And then you 
like everyone else in this arena, remain in the bottom. So close to the bottom that you might as well be kissing my feet. That kind of stuff. I did that right on the fly. It's not the best, but you get the point. We have a match. You know, we're having the match. You know, we lock arms. You know, clotheslines. We're punching. We're kicking. And uh, I don't know. There may be a moment where Joe Schmo might have the upper hand on me. And then out of nowhere, I'll probably like give him one, two, three punches. And then give him a chance to try to punch me. And the moment he, he decides to want to punch me, I'll just... Simple thing like a like a thumb to the eye, you know? You know, I blind his eye. That's a no-no. But as a bad guy, I can get away with it. So a thumb to the eye, people will boo me for that. Or he may have me in a bear hug, and without the referee looking, I might just do a back heel kick to the nuts, to Joe Schmo's nuts, and that's a low blow. The fans will boo that, you know what I mean? Or during the match, you know, I might go, you know, I might do a suplex, have him pinned down to the, you know, have him down on the mat, roll out the ring, pull out a steel chair, try to come in, try to use the chair. The referee stops me. But just for the sheer fact of me, the sheer act of me going for the chair, the fans will boo me, you know. That's a, that's a bad guy, you know, that's a heel. Or I could go on out in the ring, cut a promo, which means I'll grab the mic and I start talking to the fans and, and the people at home. And I'm talking about me and how great I am and how, uh, ang- you know, how angry I am that all these people have these opportunities before me. I never, not once had an opportunity when I prove that I am better than everyone. And um, and I start insulting the people. I start insulting my opponent. I start insulting the champion. I start insulting the, the manager, the, the, the chairman of the board. I start insulting everybody. You know, who who I feel wronged me. And I drag the people down as well. And I'll talk trash about their heroes. You know, I could grab a, 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 you know, a sign that some poor fan wrote for their hero. Grab it and tear it up. That's a heel move, you know. I, I, I can, uh, you know, uh, uh, I can, I don't know, talk trash about their country. Some countries, not all countries, probably about that. But generally, that's what a bad guy is, you know. Oh my God, how do I for, how can I forget one of the best heels? Shawn Michaels was a great heel. A guy that people loved to hate. That dude got a whole country to hate on him. He got, you know, the things he did to the Canadian flag made me laugh. Uh, sorry, fans from out there in Canada, but hey, you know, it is what it is. That's happened back then. <laughs> um, but basically, that's what a bad guy does, you know. You know, he'll do the unethical thing, right? He'll probably, you know, uh, actually, before even the match, maybe there's a match between me and Joe Schmo, right? There, you know, Joe Schmo versus Duke Devlin. Oh, yeah, the main event tonight. And before the match happens, I might attack Joe Schmo before the match, you know, so that he doesn't make it to the ring, you know, or maybe he, I beat him up so bad that by the time he gets into the ring, I have the upper hand, I have the advantage. That's what a bad guy does. Right, so many things that a bad guy could do. It's basically just being sour, salty, pissing on everything that the people like and people love, and 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 the good guys all the, all around. Right? You know, you can have you know. Now, now let me tell you about something though. Right? To be a heel, you know, there's a lot of you know, like CM Punk is one. Uh, Shawn Michaels is another. Chris Jericho is another, Rowdy Roddy Piper is another, that they said they have fun playing the bad guy because they enjoy it. 
because they can get away with so much. I think Edge as well said the same thing. You know, it's it's, it's a lot more fun being the bad guy than the good guy. Because when you're playing, when you're being a good guy, you kind of like there's this like invisible boundary that you can't cross. You know, because one act that make that may make you cross that boundary is close to being a bad guy, right? Whereas a bad guy, you have the free range to do whatever you want. Like I said, you know, a thumb to the eye, a, a kick to the nuts, a chair shot. You know, uh, you know, when you're pinning the opponent, you grab him by the tights so you can have them in that p- pin position. Uh, you use the ropes as leverage when you're pinning someone. You know, you'll have like, you know, if you have a, pa- a tag team partner or a manager, they'll distract the referee so that you can like, you know, hit hit the opponent with the chair, with the bell, or brass knuckles that you had tucked in your sock, you know, a low blow, whatever, right, or you can actually insult fans, you know, because, you know, fans can't do anything, you know, security won't let them do anything, but you can grab their banners, grab the little, you know, uh, grab the little, you know, souvenirs, whatever, grab a hat, whatever, spit on it, tear it up, there's this one, uh, video where Shawn Michaels, I think he's in England, and, uh, Shawn was a bad guy, but ironically, he was greeting people, and thing is, Sean at the time, you know, you know, he had the sexy boy persona, so all the ladies loved him. So he'll go greet the ladies, and you know, he'll give him a kiss or whatever. And he's greeting these girls, and there was this one kid with like a toy of, a, I think it was a British bulldog, who was a good guy at the time. And he was like, kind of like mocking Sean, like the, the toy was kissing Sean, and Sean got bothered by that. Sean snatched the toy from the kid's hand. You know, he was like dangling the ear, taunting the kid, and then like he put the toy in his pants, basically. And then, like, took it out and then threw it at the kid's face. You know, that's what a bad guy does, you know. Or, uh, what's another, what's another example? Yeah, man, there's like, uh, oh, uh, Edge, for example. Uh, Edge actually just, I remember actually he had a match, or at, at the end of a match, he, uh, would grab, you know, he would beat his opponent. I think it was Ric Flair or whatever. He put, you know, after the match, you know, he had a beaten up Ric Flair. He laid down a chair, put Rick's head on the chair, you know, on, on the ring, grabs another chair and basically slams a chair on Rick's head. Basically caught, you know, creating the, the, the famous concerto. That was, a, you know, a, a bad guy move. There's so many things you can do. You can flick off the people. You can talk shit to people. You can spit at them and, you know, whatever, right? And a lot of these guys have fun playing that because, you know... A lot of, you know, the best thing you can do as a bad guy is make people boo you, hate you. And if you did that, you did your job, you know, because you got them all to hate you, hate your guts, you know. And and, um, and that's the point, because you have to be this bad guy. You have to be this character that people want to hate, because when their hero comes in, the baby face comes in, they're going to root for that guy to beat you up, you know. And I'll say like seven times out of ten, the good guy prevails and it creates a hell of a great match. The other three times, though, the bad guy wins and, you know, the bad guy prevails and the people hate that. And that's great because it just creates all, you know, it just basically solidifies you that you're going to be a bad guy a lot longer. And now you're going to be on the ranks as the top bad guy. And it's so great to watch these guys. Now, let's get into how it works. How being a bad guy may work and you may not expect it. 
Okay, what I mean by that is this, right? Let me go to the example of Stone Cold Steve Austin. In his first, once he became literally Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, he, 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 he got rid of the Stunning Steve persona and he became Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the early 90s. And at that time, what he would do was, you know, he would talk trash, you know, because... And he'll talk about how he was treated unfairly. He'll talk trash about the people and how he's the best and how he's the next best thing coming because, you know, at the time, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were the top dogs. And he felt overlooked. And so he started coming out talking trash and he started, you know, he started, you know, drinking the beers and flicking the people off and just raising all kinds of help, beating people up backstage, um, having this like ruthless uh, brawler style wrestling. And really do damage to your opponent, right? And at that time, because it was at the ni- early 90s and the WWE was changing from this, like, uh, I don't know, from this, like, lighthearted, goody two shoe type cartoonish wrestling. So it started getting more attitude in it because at the time, you know, people were starting, you know, I guess it was like the rebellion phase, you know, back in the 90s, people wanted to rebel and that's when things were getting more aggressive and more attitude was coming out, you know, Beavis and Butthead was coming around, MTV was rocking, you know, uh, people were getting tired of the establishment, you know, people wanted to be anti-authority, you know, they wanted to beat up their freaking bosses and, um, you know, being a degenerate was cool. So that's, you know, I always said that Shawn Michaels started in my opinion the attitude era before the attitude era became a thing and it worked out for an austin because once the attitude era became a thing austin was already at that point the guy in the company and was able to basically raise hell and and be this anti-established anti-authoritarian person and the people at first they hated him you know because he beat up their favorites he talked trash about their favorites you know but eventually, the more he talked, you know, and he talks about, again, the anti-establishment, how people keeping him down, people were liking that. You know, they were like, they were, they were, they were, uh, they were connecting to that, you know. And so for Austin, it just kept going and going and going. And then comes the famous King of the Ring moment where he won King of, uh, where he won King of the Ring and he lays down his famous Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. That was it. That was enough for him to skyrocket to be like where the bad guy, where being the bad guy was cool, you know, where people started liking the anti-hero, you know, and eventually he ended up becoming the hero. Like he'd become the baby face, you know. So that was Austin, you know, and throughout most of his career, he was just seen as the hero of the WWD of the WWF at the time it wasn't until like in the 2000s where he had his second heel turn and which he himself said and I actually heard in a podcast interview that he did he said um at the I believe it was the second Wrestlemania or third Wrestlemania match that he had with The Rock uh where he did a heel turn he said I had to be smart about this one because the first time I did a heel you know people liked it i can't go to that i gotta be a heel that people hate and he did that in that wrestlemania match you know it was a great match between him and the rock and then um eventually uh you know during that match vince mcmahon comes out and austin uses the chair on the rock to win the wwf championship 
and people booed him at WrestleMania, and he became this bad guy, and he became this, like, real, like, I don't know, like, this angry bad guy, and it kind of worked out for him, you know, so that was Austin, right, now let's flip over to a CM Punk, for example, CM Punk was a heel, and similar to a similar fashion to Austin, he felt like he was being put down, looked over, passed on by the authority as the establishment that is the WWE, right? Because so many other people got opportunities than he did, and yet he was already, you know, he had proven that he he is one of the best, and the fans recognized that. And he came out talking crap about the WWE, you know, like about Vince McMahon, Triple H, and his infamous pipe bomb, which was great. And uh, some people felt like it was gonna, it was like the beginning of like a new Attitude Era, or was a remnant of the Attitude Era. And in my opinion, it actually worked out because it actually changed the landscape a little bit to give all these other guys an opportunity that were being overlooked. Now for Punk, he was a bad guy, and he was going against the all, and he was going to face the uh, Almighty John Cena, who was the ultimate babyface. But people were on the fence with John Cena. There's people who love him who hate him, and then I'll get into that about John Cena. In uh, my next podcast, when I talk about the baby faces, but people loved him, and he became—he went from a heel to a baby face, and then he was a baby face for like a good couple of years, and then he became a bad guy when he like basically beat up the Rock when the Rock had this had a, you know when the Rock did his you know short return to wrestling back in um. 2012 or 2013 or whatever because it was a setup for his uh match against John Cena at WrestleMania and by and CM Punk beat up the Rock because you know how dare the Rock come in to the WWE at my hottest moment and take away my opportunity you know and you know CM Punk just trashed the people because the people felt that he turned his back on on the rock and on the fans and in actuality he turned it out he turned it around saying no it was you guys who turned your backs on me you guys wanted you guys would cheer me thinking that i could do all these things for you when in reality it wasn't for me it was all about you type of thing great heel moment that dude has so much fun being a heel edge is another one you know edge for the longest time, that dude was the ultimate opportunist. Ultimate opportunist because he will find ways to win, and he found ways to become a WWE champion. And I literally did not like that guy. But halfway through his heel phase, I turned around and started liking that guy because I just he just made it seem so cool and so fun. Like he was the bad guy who was telling the truth, as opposed to this story story you know uh preachy storytelling good guy who's out there who was cheerleading he was like you know cheerleads with his rah-rah speech you know and for me i'm like i don't need to hear that crap man i don't care about that man just give me just give me the dang matches give me the action and uh edge was there to kind of like point that out again where being a bad guy kind of works out for you in or it doesn't, you know, where you, the fans kind of start liking this anti-hero thing, and they start rooting for that, right? Let me get into Hulk Hogan. Now, Hulk Hogan, for those of you who know, he is the he is the face of wrestling to this very day, whether you know people like it or not. But in the '80s, when you thought of wrestling, you thought of Hulk Hogan, and you know he had the Hulkamania thing going, the Hulkamaniacs. 
and he had the you know red and the yellow and you know so you know eat, you know take your vitamins say your prayers all that good stuff right well the 90s in WCW that hulkamania stuff was starting to it became stale and people were not digging that anymore you know and, and we could get into the whole Kevin Nash and Scott Hall comes into the WCW as the outsider and they talk about they have this mysterious third member to, you know to be part of the NWO and it was none other than Hulk Hogan and this time Hogan changed he didn't have the red and the yellow colors he you know he didn't have that you know surfer California dude look he came in with black and the white with this horrible five o'clock aftershave that's so painted onto his face the sunglasses and he just embraced this attitude that which in my opinion and opinions of so many others it changed the landscape of wrestling in the 90s and popularized and, and, and popularized popularized the WCW even more which began like almost the end of WWE and basically reinvented Hogan put him back into the top, top status where the NWO dominated he was the top heel along with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And you, again, were either hating this guy, hating the NWO, or you loved them because it was like, wow, man, this guy's really cool. Me at that age, because I was young, I was a young little kid, I hated him. I hated Hulk Hogan. I hated the NWO, the black and the white, and which is why when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall broke away from the black and the white and started the red and the black NWO Wolfpack, I was all Wolfpack. I was, I was a red and the black Wolfpack. Um, but Hogan was the villain, you know, in ring and uh, and behind the scenes, definitely behind the scenes because, you know, at that time he was known for politicking his way to stay on top, and Hulk Hogan is notoriously known for that. So you know, Hogan is, you know, he is what he was in the ring and outside the ring as 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 a just a jerk, and who only looked out for his interests, and it worked, you know. A lot of things about being a bad guy, you can get away with. You can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can act any way you want. You can get away with pissing on a truck, uh, pissing on a car, spray painting somebody, giving somebody a wedgie, giving them a swirly, you know, low blowing them, thumb to the eye, you know, whatever. You can like, they got to the point where you can even kidnap people in wrestling. They got so bad. Um, now, you got to have it though. You got to be able to have it because here's one thing when it comes to wrestling. People can boo you because you're a you're a legitimately a good bad guy that they hate you, or people will boo you because you just simply suck. Like you're that horrible. So let's not mistake the two. You know what I mean? But the goal of being a bad guy is ultimately for people to hate you, to boo you, to not like you, to hope that their hero will kick your butt, beat you at every opportunity they can. You know. And if you're feeling that way as a fan. If you're booing me, if you're hating me, if you're talking trash about me, then I did my job. Because now you're invested into me getting beaten up. Or I just may have raised your hopes that your hero can beat me, but he can't. I beat him instead. You know, 
that's what the bad guy is. That's what a heel is, you know. And I'll say this, though. You know, a lot of us in the wrestling world, you're not always the bad guy forever. You know, you may be a bad guy for, like, a certain amount, you know, for, like, a certain amount of months, maybe even a year. And then eventually you end up being a good guy. You kind of go swing back and forth. And that's what happens in the wrestling world, you know. Because as humans, we can't be happy all the time. We can't be the, jo- you know, happy-go-lucky person. Sometimes we get angry. Sometimes we get upset. Sometimes, you know, we get to the point where, like, well, screw it all. And... People don't like people don't like us around that time, right? When we're when we're being like that, genuinely. So it's the same way as a bad guy, you know. Uh, I would recommend you guys to go on YouTube or Google who are the best heels in history of wrestling. Just Google these names, you know, that I come throw out there: Ric Flair, CM Punk, Stone Cold, The Rock, Edge, uh, Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Hell, Eddie Guerrero was a good heel as well, you know. Um, Shawn Michaels, obviously, Chris Jericho, I think I said. Right now, in the wrestling world today, in my opinion, the best heel in, right now in wrestling is uh, MJF. He's an AEW, and he's a young guy. He's the face, you know, he's the future of professional wrestling, in my opinion. One of the faces of, uh, of uh, the future in professional wrestling, but he is the top heel right now because everybody hates him. And he's on that verge of, like, everybody hates him. I like him because I like it. He talks trash about people, and it's funny. But everybody wants to hate him, you know, and so to me, that's the heel right now as of today. Um, there's so many good heels back in history. Um, but anyway, anyways, I just kind of want to give you guys a little bit of insight of what a heel is, what a bad guy is, you know, because the truth is, you know, you can't, you know, every story has a good guy and has a bad guy, has a hero and has a villain. And the villains, you really got to hate them for them to be a villain. And sometimes, the villain loses and sometimes the villain wins you know but the bottom line is if you're a wrestling fan and you hate this person with a passion then that wrestler did his job anyways folks i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here i'm getting close to my destination so that's it that's the terms of a heel uh the next episode i'm gonna talk about the baby faces and we'll get into those as well all righty well i'm gonna go ahead sign it off here oh by the way Again, go follow the Instagram page for In The Mind. It's the number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word mind. For In The Mind on Instagram. Go follow it. Alrighty, folks. Wherever you are in the world, it may be good morning, good day, a good night. For me here, it's just a good day.